sixth deed of the acts of thomas from the apocryphal acts of paul peter john andrew and thomas by bernard pick this librivox recording is in the public domain sixth deed concerning the young man who killed the maiden chapter fifty one and there was a certain young man who had done a nefarious deed and he also came and partook of the eucharist and his two hands withered so that he could no longer bring them to his mouth when those present saw him they told the apostle what had happened and the apostle called him and said tell me my son and be not afraid what thou hast done ere thou camest hither for the eucharist of the lord has convicted thee of a bad deed for this gift by permeating them brings healing to many especially to those who come in faith and love but thee it has withered away and what has happened has happened not without some cause on thy part and the young man convicted by the eucharist of the lord came up fell to the apostle's feet and prayed him and said an evil deed has been done by me whilst i thought to do something nice i loved a woman who lived in an inn outside of the city and she loved me also and i having heard from thee and believing that thou proclaimest the living god came and received the seal from thee along with the others and thou didst say whoever shall indulge in impure intercourse with a woman especially in adultery shall not have life with the god whom i preach as i loved her very much i entreated her and tried to persuade her to live with me in chaste and pure intercourse as thou thyself teachest and she would not since she would not i took a sword and killed her for i could not see her living in adultery with another chapter fifty two when the apostle heard this he said o maddening intercourse how leadest thou to impudences o unrestrained lust how hast thou excited this one to do this o work of the serpent how art thou uplifted in thine own and the apostle ordered some water to be brought in a dish and when the water had been brought he said come waters from the living waters everlasting sent to us from the everlasting rest sent to us from the rest power of salvation proceeding from that power which overcomes all and subjects it to its will come and dwell in these waters that the gift of the holy spirit may be fully communicated to them and to the young man he said go wash thy hands in these waters and having washed them they were restored and the apostle said to him believest thou on our lord jesus christ that he can do all things and he said 
though i am very weak yet i believe but i did this in the hope of doing something good for i entreated her as i told thee already but she would not be persuaded by me to keep herself chaste chapter fifty three and the apostle said to him come let us go to the inn where thou didst the work and let us see what happened and the young man went before the apostle on the road when they had come to the inn they found her lying and when the apostle saw her he was sad for she was a beautiful maiden and he ordered her to be brought into the middle of the inn and having put her on a couch they brought it and set it in the midst of the courtyard of the inn and the apostle laid his hand on her and began to say jesus who always appearest to us for this thou wishest that we should always seek thee and hast given us the permission to ask for us and to receive and hast not only permitted us this but hast also taught us how to pray who art not seen by us with the bodily eyes but who art not altogether hidden from those of our soul and who art hidden in thy form but manifested to us by thy works and by thy many deeds we have recognized thee as much as we comprehend and thou hast given us thy gifts without measure saying ask and it shall be given you seek and ye shall find knock and it shall be opened unto you we pray therefore being afraid of our sins and we ask of thee not riches nor gold nor silver nor possessions nor any of those things that come from earth and go into the earth again but we beg of thee and entreat that in thy holy name thou raise this woman lying here by thy power to thy glory and to an awakening of faith in those which stand by chapter fifty four and he said to the young man having marked him with the sign of the cross go and take her hand and say to her through iron i killed thee with my hands and with my hands i raise thee because of faith in jesus and the young man went and stood by her saying i have believed in thee o christ jesus and looking upon judas thomas the apostle he said to him pray for me that my lord upon whom i call may come to my help and having laid his hand on her hand he said come lord jesus christ give her life and me the earnest of the faith in thee and drawing her by the hand she sprang up and sat looking at the great multitude standing around and she also saw the apostle standing opposite to her and having left her couch she sprang up and fell at his feet and took hold of his garments saying i pray thee lord where is thy companion who has not left me to remain in that fearful and grievous place 
but has given me up to thee saying take this one that she may be made perfect and thereafter be brought into her own place chapter fifty five and the apostle said to her tell us where thou hast been and she answered dost thou who wast with me to whom also i was entrusted wish to hear and she commenced thus an ugly-looking man all black received me and his dress was exceedingly filthy and he took me to a place where there were many chasms and a great stench and most hateful odour were given forth thence and he made me look into each chasm and i saw in the chasm blazing fire and fiery wheels run there and souls were hung up upon these wheels dashing against each other and there was crying and great lamentation and no saviour was there and that man said to me these souls are akin to thee and in the days of numbering they were given over to punishment and destruction and then when the torture of each is completed others are brought in their places in like manner all these are again succeeded by others they are they who have exchanged the intercourse of man and wife and again i looked down and saw infants newly born heaped upon each other and struggling and lying upon each other and he said to me these are their children and for this they are placed here for a testimony against them chapter fifty six and he brought me to another chasm and as i looked into it i saw mud and worms spouting forth and souls wallowing there and i heard a great gnashing of teeth thence from them and that man said to me these are the souls of women which left their husbands and of husbands which left their wives and committed adultery with others and which have been brought to this torment and he showed me another chasm and looking into it i saw souls hung up some by the tongue some by the hair some by the hands others by the feet head downward and smoked with smoke and sulphur concerning these the man which accompanied me said the following the souls hung up by the tongue are slanderers and such as have spoken false and disgraceful words and are not ashamed of it those hung up by their hair are the shameless who are not ashamed at all and go about with uncovered heads in the world those hung up by the hands are they which took that which did not belong to them and have stolen and who never gave anything to the poor voluntarily nor did they help the afflicted but they so acted because they wished to get everything and cared neither for law nor right and these hung up by the feet are those who lightly and eagerly walked in wicked ways and disorderly paths not visiting the sick neither burying those who departed this life on this account 
each soul receives what it has done chapter fifty seven and again he led me forth and showed me a very dark cavern exhaling a very bad odor many souls were peeping out thence wishing to get some share of the air and their keepers would not let them peep out and my companion said to me this is the prison of these souls which thou hast seen for when they have fully received their punishment for that which each has done others succeed them some are fully eaten up others are given up to other punishments and the keepers of the souls in the dark cavern said to the man that had charge of me give her to us that we bring her to the others till the time comes when she is given up to punishment but he said to them i will not give her to you because i am afraid of him who gave her up to me for i was not told to leave her here i shall take her up with me till i get an injunction about her and he took me and brought me to another place where there were men who were bitterly tortured he that is like thee took me and gave me up to thee saying to thee take her for she is one of the sheep which have wandered away and thou didst take me and thus i now stand before thee i beg therefore and supplicate thee that i may not come to those places of punishment which i have seen chapter fifty eight and the apostle said you have heard what this woman has recounted and these are not the only punishments but there are others worse than these and you too unless you turn to the god whom i preach and abstain from your former works and the deeds which you did ignorantly shall find your end in these punishments believe therefore in christ jesus and he will forgive you the former sins and will cleanse you from all your bodily desires that abide in the earth and will heal you from the faults that follow after you and go along with you and are found before you let every one of you put off the old man and put on the new and leave your former course of conduct and behavior those that steal let them steal no more but let them live laboring and working the adulterers are no more to commit adultery lest they give themselves up to everlasting punishment for adultery is with god an evil altogether grievous above all other evils put away also from yourselves covetousness and lying and drunkenness and slandering and rendering evil for evil for all these are alien and strange to the god whom i preach but walk ye rather in faith and meekness and holiness and hope in which god rejoices that you may become of his household expecting from him those gifts which a few only receive chapter fifty nine the whole people therefore believed 
and presented obedient souls to the living god and jesus the messiah enjoying the blessed works of the most high and his holy service and they brought money for the service of the widows for he had them collected in the cities and he sent to all of them by his servants the things necessary both clothing as well as food he himself ceased not to preach and to speak to them and to show that this jesus is the messiah of whom the scriptures have spoken that he should be crucified after his appearance and should be raised after three days from the dead he also showed to them explaining and beginning from the prophets what was said concerning the messiah that it was necessary for him to come and that everything had to be accomplished what was spoken of him beforehand and the fame of him spread over all the cities and villages and all who had sick persons or such as were troubled by unclean spirits brought them to him and some they laid on the road by which he was to pass and he healed all by the power of the lord and those that were healed by him said with one accord and one voice glory to thee jesus who in like manner hast given healing to all through thy servant and apostle thomas and being in good health and rejoicing we pray thee that we may become members of thy flock and be counted among thy sheep receive us therefore o lord and consider not our trespasses and our former transgressions which we have done because we were in ignorance chapter sixty and the apostle said glory be to the only begotten of the father glory to the firstborn of many brethren glory to thee the helper and succor of those who take their refuge to thee thou that sleepest not and raising those that are asleep that livest and bringest to life those that are lying in death o god jesus christ son of the living god redeemer and helper refuge and rest of all those that labor in thy work who affordest health to those who for thy name's sake bear the burden and heat of the day we give thanks for the gifts given to us by thee and for the help from thee bestowed upon us and thy providential care that has come upon us from thee chapter sixty one perfect these things upon us therefore unto the end that we may have confidence in thee look upon us and see because for thy sake we have left our houses and our patrimony and for thy sake we have gladly and willingly become strangers look upon us o lord and see that for thy sake we have given up our own possession that we might obtain thee for a possession that shall not be taken away look upon us o lord because we have left those related to us by ties of kindred in order that we may be united in relationship to thee 
look upon us o lord who have left our fathers and mothers and providers that we behold thy father and be satisfied with his divine nourishment look upon us o lord because for thy sake we left our bodily wives and our earthly fruit in order that we may share in that true and lasting communion and bring forth true fruits whose nature is from above which no one can take from us in which we abide and they abide with us end of the sixth deed of the acts of thomas